Welcome to the High Ground Podcast. I'm Stevie W. And I am back. No, I'm not really Batman. I'm McCallum. Okay, today that's the segue into we are doing another commentary, our second commentary this today, and we are now looking at 1989's Batman. So, let us begin. I'm going to hook it up. With, it's already uh, yeah. set up, so as soon as I press, uh, say, now... You should be on the Warner Brothers logo. Yep. Um, so, I'm going to press play now. Now. Tim Burton, sorry, not Tim Burton, Tim Burton's 1989 Batman, classic, love the Danny Elfman, to me that's Batman's yeah, music. I, yeah, well we've had a few discussions haven't we about that there isn't really a, you know you can play around with the Batman theme like you can't with the Superman theme but yeah, yeah you're, you're, you've got me now that the Danny Elfman one is the one. Isn't it? So is, is, is Danny Elfman the, you know, and John Williams of course for Superman, yeah. they have I mean, the no other superhero superhero movies actually captured that in terms of score. Yeah, the grandiosity. Yeah. This is a really good score, actually. Yeah. It's a, this is a really good film. I mean, it's I, a I, brilliant film. Yeah. I still think this and Returns are the best two Batman films. Yeah. By, by far, and that might just be like, you know, I get a lot of people saying when I tell them that, like, is it just because like they're the golden oldies and you're a bit older like no it is genuinely because they're better films like I, if I, someone actually said golden oldies to me regarding that okay yeah, he's 31 it, years old that was that was the I'd polite, be like, Get to yeah that was the polite summing up of what they said uh, to me it's just i mean this is uh two years after the mistake i'm sorry it was a mistake that was uh, Batman, uh superman quest for peace yeah yeah and so this is the movie that ushered in uh, until it was called so it took a bit of a sidetrack with Batman and uh, Robin this is what ushered in you could argue the modern era yeah oh definitely I mean there's no there is no Nolan about this, these two films no, and no. there's no like modern superhero sensibility you know like the whole dark superhero thing that DC have yeah. somehow blanketed their whole films with um, yeah it doesn't exist without this in my mind no. not at all I mean, with, I with the um, Batman and Robin, <laughs> the, the next comic book failure happens ten years after Quest for Peace. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> I never thought of that. That's so I true. I just thought of it now when you said that. You, I mean, uh, I define it's like you've got uh, you got Superman seven, oh, 78, uh, you got uh, 89's Batman and 2000's X Men as the three definitive origin movies. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean. I've always kind of found room to sort of squeeze as a side note Blade in there in 98 yeah. because that's like I, I suppose that was the first like Marvel film wasn't it real Marvel film I mean yeah the apart from Punisher and, and Howard the Duck yeah yeah but I mean like the first one where he sort of seriously yeah. took a character you know I mean I think they were so embarrassed that it was a comic book movie that you know the writing is so small on the credits isn't yeah. it that it's based on a Marvel I didn't know it was for years because I was never no I didn't uh, Oh really? Blade was never on my uh, radar. Blade, Blade's a really seventies Marvel property, I think, yeah. isn't it? It's really sort of discoy. Wesley Snipes was good, and we've got Mahershala Ali going to play him soon. So yeah, we've had a real slew of like black superheroes. I mean, yeah. sadly, Chadwick's yeah. passed, hasn't he? Now, yeah. yeah. As of this recording, it was only yesterday I found out. Actually, I think. Yeah.
you know what, this you think this is uh, yeah. Bruce and the the Wayne family. You're definitely supposed to, aren't you? Yeah. I, the, oh, sorry, but you know, well, you do see the flashbacks. That is, yeah, to me, is the definitive Batman origin Origins, story, which is yeah. you stop telling because we all know it. Just it's like it's what I liked about uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, I really like that. I think if they ever did like a Superman film or a I don't know, like, or a Batman film, you can definitely, you never need to show the origin no. story, but Superman seems kind of attached to his origin story, doesn't yeah. he? Like, you'd have to tell that. Isn't this guy out of Alien 3? Or, I beat his own pet or something. I'm uh. pretty sure he is. He's the guy who goes into the fan in Alien 3, I think. <laughs> I was always confused as well when I was a kid, like what, what year this is supposed to be set in. But I think it's deliberate, isn't it? Like yeah. It's mixing the modern with the old, and because it looks, they look like sort of nineteen forties gangsters, don't they? Yeah. The Joker and all that. But it's got the gritty seventies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I love that shot as well, where you just see him dropping down yeah. in the background. So, like, the first time you see him. Yeah, this is the thing about doing commentary. This is a second. You can, uh, you do have silences as when we're doing these. Yeah, yeah, because you sort of look at things. Aren't you? Yeah. Are you enjoying the movie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although I do hate dead silence commentaries. Yeah. You know where there's like silence for twenty minutes plus. You could. I'm trying to find. Do you know the character's name? The first one we've uh, seen be I think it's something like Christopher Fairbanks is his real name or something like that. Just Michael Keaton as well. Man. Oh yeah. It's just the best thing. I mean, if you think about the set, it's very minimalistic in the sense that yeah. we, we don't see a big goth and we just no. see certain areas, and it works. I love this. Sorry. Oh, this is great. Name someone that can say it as good as he yeah, says, I'm yeah. Batman. He was the first guy as well to do the two different voices for Bruce Wayne and Batman. Ah. And that's why everything does that now, doesn't it? And it kind of makes sense as well. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you just be like, oh, I've heard that guy's voice before. And he doesn't have a voice changer. He doesn't really need it. He doesn't need it, no. <laughs> Harvey Dent. Yeah, I believe in that Harvey I believe Dent. believe in Lando Cowris, yeah. <laughs> Billy D. Then they have to pay him off because they... Yeah, uh, they have to pay his contract out. He would have been a fantastic Two-Face. I think he would have been great, yeah. Although... If they'd have carried on with that campy tone that they had with Forever, yeah. I think that's the, one of the reasons it doesn't really work. No. Although, I did hear recently, I don't know if you did, there's supposedly a, a harder Schumacher cut with Batman Forever out there somewhere, and they only sort of started looking for it after he died. That's kind of sad that yeah, they'd have to wait that, that long. Yeah. 
but I mean there's scenes on YouTube you can watch that are like were cut and there's like the opening where, where Two-Face breaks out of Arkham and it's quite dark like he writes yeah. messages in blood and stuff like that and then you think like was there a film that that he wanted that they stopped him making because I, I, I mean it doesn't make any sense when, when people sort of say like Batman Forever and Batman Robin are they made by a shit director you know because John Schumacher is an amazing director Lost and Boys to start dark, yeah. yeah so it doesn't make sense to me that he was this like lackey for the studios no Batman Forever is not a bad movie it's just it's not just, as good yeah, as the, the Burton it's ones the tone, isn't it yeah Speaking of dark and disturbing, yeah. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yo, watching this a few weeks ago uh, made me go out and watch The Shining. Oh yeah, he's great. Actually. He, he is, just plays himself, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's superb as the Joker. Yeah, and everyone goes. I mean, Heath Ledger's a great Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is a great yeah, Joker. Yeah. Mike, Mark Hamill's a great Joker. But I am. That's my that's my Joker. It's a Joker I always remember. I yeah. mean, probably a little bit more of Mark Hamill for me because of the animated series, but. It's definitely the Joker I always measured the other ones against. Mm. Whenever they announce a new one, I always think, are they like Jack Nicholson? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Hall, once married yeah. to Mick Jagger, and Mick I think Jagger. she's now married to Murdoch. Murdoch. I think she is, yeah. yeah. I, he, oh, he's brilliant. He is good, yeah. He is. Just, uh, like, everything he's in just exudes, yeah. like, creepiness. Okay, when did you actually see this for the first time? Um, oh god, my dad got me the, there was like a double video set with this and Returns, and uh, he sa- he basically said, um, watch Batman Returns first, because yeah. it's more like a Christmas film, yeah. so I was like, oh okay, but as you know, like Tim Burton doesn't yeah. just do Christmas films, no. he does Tim Burton Christmas films, so I was intrigued to see like first one was like yeah. and then I watched it but I don't know whether it was the print or whether it was a really bright day but I, I couldn't really see what was going on oh. I think maybe it's like because back then like the VHS the small screen wasn't it the quality yeah. wasn't amazing but yeah and um, that, that was the first time I watched it yeah my dad brought it in 89 nice. it was a superb year for films it you was, know yeah, yeah. Uh, Back to the Future Part 2 License to Kill Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade Yeah Ghostbusters 2 The Punisher Yeah, yeah And Batman But Batman was the one that everybody wanted to see Yeah And I remember remember, there was merch everywhere Yeah It was was like It was the fifth highest grossing film of all time Nice At, At the time it's good. Oh, didn't realise till the other day when I was doing Hawkins, research. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually on um, because I do notes. We all do this. William Hootkins, Eckhart. And so you think he's in Raiders of the Lost Ark? He is. Yeah, yeah. He's in Star Wars, of course. Quite a few films. Yeah. yeah. He's in a um, film from nineteen ninety called Hardware, ah. Richard Stanley directed. He's good. I mean, oh, and he's also in Quest for Peace, Superman. Yes, he is. Yeah. So. And strangely shares the name with uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. <laughs> Same character name? No, it's called Lieutenant Eckhart. Yeah. But I, I always think like... Oh, sorry. Oh, a, yeah. There's a bit um, in a minute with Jack Palance where he says, uh, get me Lieutenant Eckhart. Yeah. And we always used to say, yeah. like, get me Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're too busy. 
this is I like Bob as well yeah <laughs> Bob Bob the Goon yeah Bob the Goon that was what's credited as isn't it Bob the it's Goon Bob the Goon yeah he's got his own action figure oh did you see this in cinema yeah of course this is jealous 89 was a bloody good year for cinema yeah you, there were certain films you had to see yeah and this did you go was see Licence to Kill? No, I was... Uh, yeah. But I saw uh, A Living Daylight. It's the first Bond film I ever saw at the cinema. There was some Bond-related trivia for this, actually. Um, yeah, there's a couple. Um, the guy, the costume designer for this, Bob Ringwood, yeah. he turned down working on Licence to Kill to do this. This is the yeah, better one. So, yeah, and also... Um, just uh, looking at my notes. Uh, originally... Richard Maybaum was hired to do the script, who oh. is a well-known yeah. Bond script, yeah. and Guy Hamilton was was going to direct. The like, interesting so they scene. both turned it down, yeah. I'd, and then Tom Mankiewicz, another Bond brother, oh, and? and Superman, yeah, uh, wrote a script in 1983 called The Batman. Ah, oh, that would be interesting to read. Yeah, well, that was that. Oh, it's like Bob Kane moment when you yeah, get when uh, Knox gets handed. It's got Bob Kane on it. Sorry, it has, sorry, yeah. interrupting. Uh, no, it's okay. And like, I think. If you see the trailer for the new film for Bat, yeah, I think that looks fantastic. So it reminds me of this a lot. Uh, you know, the trailer dropped on DC fandom. Yeah. And I got to I say I got to say this, I the trailer looks fantastic, oh, and I like the way that you you know on like Batman Returns when uh, the cow gets removed, you know yes. the makeup's removed. Yeah. I like the bit with Robert Pattinson at the end and the makeup. Yeah, and it's screwing. Yeah, but yeah. the only thing that, I, that, that got me is because it's not being confirmed, but the production art for the Flash movie mm. with uh, Michael Keaton's Batman in the background, I'm like, that's the what I really yeah. want. And well, he's on IMDb with it. So yeah, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that he is in it. Because I mean, now that they've established this whole like, you know, the DC multiverse thing. I know you haven't seen it, but I would put a bit of a spoiler. One of the reasons that I bought the Crisis on Infinite. Oh yeah, he is in it. Is too, because yeah. Knox. Yeah. Is is in it? So it's. I was going to say, if you, the re, my little recommendation is the uh, TV series, the the Warner DC TV series. There's like a, a one. Compilation, yeah, yeah. It, a story of Crisis on Infinite is fantastic. If you, it's, that's just my little shower for that. Because that's what got me watching all this stuff again. Yeah, I, I was inspired to pick this because of fandom actually. Yeah, that was brilliant. That's because we. Jack Palance, who I know from Tango and Cash. Yeah, Tango, Tango and Cash. Have you heard the uh, the story about Jack Palance on this? No. Apparently, because it's Tim Burton's, like, I think it was only his third film. Was it Pee Wee, Beetlejuice, and then this? I think it might be a third yeah. Oh, uh, he would have had that, was it uh, Vincent as well? But that's just short. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he wasn't, like, a very well established. Like, people, I think he was sort of up and coming, you know? Yeah. But um, he tried to. He was getting frustrated with how many takes something was taking Jack Palance, and apparently he turned around and said, oh, I've been in over a hundred films, how many have you have you made, or something Ooh. like that. And he said it was just like a white-out moment, yeah. where he just <laughs> didn't know what to do. This is, you know, uh, this is what Tim Burton does, and he does it oh, superb. He's a god at this sort of stuff, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. And uh, when we were watching Batman Returns the other day, we remember, I said... I was saying to my fiance, I said, This isn't a, just a Batman movie, this no, is a, a Tim, Tim Burton movie. Batman yeah, movie. Yeah. And more than even this. And I don't like that's why I love it. It's yeah. 
it's it's like sort of fairy taley, isn't it? Yeah. Dreamy, like that that sort of aspect he brings to a lot of his films is right there. Yeah. Whereas this one is, I think they were sort of like trying to stay safer towards like being near the comics for this one. Yeah. Like the, you know not straying too far into Burton sort of like his auteur yeah sort of thing whereas once this was popular they sort of said go make your movie and yeah. ironically said oh that's too dark let's yeah. make a campy movie can't tell happy I mean the, the story is he can't tell happy meals yeah yeah but was this there something like McDonald's won't or Burger King or whatever McDonald's won't, won't sell merchandise related to a film that's over PG or something like that I'm not sure but I know it was too dark for them to yeah, actually yeah. sell it and because it, it was it's yeah. all about sales people that were going to see it was more of an, an adult one yeah yeah it nowadays very, this would dark. be dark you know nowadays dark is good because kids yeah. want the dark yeah and it's and it'd be a 12 yeah actually it's another part of the thing I found out researching this this isn't actually a 15 it's only because at the time there was no 12 rating for the oh. for videos when they were released or cinemas I can't remember and uh, it would bump the, the next obviously yeah. one. They couldn't be a U, so the next one was a fifteen. PG. And it's never been moved. Yeah. From oh sorry, oh. PG. Yeah, it's never been moved from fifteen since it's been released. Which, Which is weird because yeah. some films have been downgraded and upgraded, haven't they? I mean, yeah. Predator and the Terminator have been downgraded from eighteen. So I always remember them. Being Same here. Solid eighteen. And Lethal Weapon was always Lethal an eighteen. Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introduction of Alfred. Yeah, I do quite like Michael Goff. Oh, he's good. That's the hammer sort of background, isn't yeah. it, that he's bringing in there. I, know, I mean, this is uh, Kim Basinger, who was hot at the time. Yeah, I've always had a. I really ca- I can't stand that Kim Basinger. Uh, she's I like good. her in a, I like her in this, and I like her in uh, Eight Mile as well. Yeah. She's good as Eminem's mum in that, but I just think there he is, the man. Yeah. See, I like as well, you know, the thing that caused the controversy, him being a sort of comedic actor. Yeah. Oh, that is what was makes him so great in this, like, because he has the timings all perfect, and he does that sort of weird, that you don't really know if he's in the room kind yeah. of thing, do you? Like, leaving the pen on the side, <laughs> like... <laughs> and Alfred picking it up. This was a major controversy yeah, at the yeah. time, because they were casting Beetlejuice yeah. as Batman. As Batman, yeah. And it, it reminds me of the Heath Ledger. Everybody goes on about Heath Ledger now. Being like a heartthrob. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. amount of grief he got prior to release. Yeah, Joker, yeah, yeah. People, the fanboys, I mean, imagine it now with the internet. Yeah, I know. Fanboys and fangirls, fan people, yeah. want, before it's all done, they've made their, their, their opinion. Their decision, Then yeah. as soon as the trailers come out, they change their mind. It's like when, when, when Robert Pattinson was cast as... The new Batman. Even uh, even I was guilty of this. I, yeah. I went, oh, not Edward. And then yeah. I actually went and made the effort to go and watch yeah. some of his other films. And he's a fantastic actor outside of the yeah. material he's given. The thing was, when his, my thing was Matt Reeves, who did War for the Planet of the Apes. He's attached. Can't do anything more in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. So, th- oh, this is just. The only. The only person I don't really like in this is, is Pat Hingle as yeah. Commissioner Gordon. I just think he's like, sort of like an old, he seems more like a sheriff than a commissioner, you know, I like all the free, the commissions after him I think have been great, yeah. like even um, Joe, uh, Jameson played him, didn't he, in Justice yeah. League. Oh, uh, he's good, uh, JK, I forgot now. JK Simmons. That's it, JK Simmons, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like uh, Pat Hingle in Batman and Robin. I thought no. he was terrible in oh, it. Yeah. That stood out. That performance stood out more than anything. Oh, this is. I like this. Scene. I love this line. Yeah. Must be king of the wicker people. <laughs> uh, and he explains to me, "How do you know? Because I bought it. Because I bought it in Japan. Yeah. yeah. And it's just oh, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Are you sure? It's so quotable. It is good. Yeah. I like how creepy he is as well. Like he's just following them. Yeah. Like. It's like he's got no social skills. Yeah, I think he. I don't think he has, has he? No. <laughs> it's such. I <laughs> I have a grand. <laughs> I love this film and I think yeah, he's I just love Bat oh, Michael Keaton as Batman. I, I just, just like even the later like decisions he's made, like coming into the MCU yeah. and, like, Oh you know, you know it's 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 probably the casting decision was made because of this. Yeah. You know, like and he's so good as like he's not bad he's not a bad guy in that really. He's no. just like Oh he's he brilliant is, the he ending's is, like, brilliant. Bad, but like yeah. And then, of course, we got Catwoman as well, didn't oh, we? Oh, yes. Is uh, the Wasp. Yeah. But uh, I've got a shout-out to Birdman. Which I oh, I still haven't seen that, yeah. Watch Birdman. I love Birdman. He also did the Robocop remake. He did, yeah. <laughs> that was more of a paycheck. So it? did he. Yeah, <laughs> ow, come on. Look at all the look at all the, good, the stars that are in that film that was so a paycheck I movie. did a ro- an eye roll of the most epic proportion when I went to see that in cinema. When he says, does it come in black? Yeah. And I just thought... Oh really? Like, <laughs> come on, they, come on! It has, it's got uh, Commissioner Gordon in uh, yeah. the RoboCop, uh, and yeah, Nick Fury doing absolutely nothing. Yep. Got Rorschach in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rick Flag. <laughs> yeah. How many superheroes can we get in one film? Yeah. Go see RoboCop, or just save your money and get the Verhoeven one. Yeah. I think we'll creep that one in soon. Definitely, well. that's. I would love to do that. Verhoeven or the remake? Oh, Verhoeven. Both. Or both, yeah. Oh, probably all of them at some yeah. point. Yeah. I like this as well. Like that, he's sort of in control of every aspect yeah. of, of Wade Manor or his life as well. Production design is so good as well. Oh, yes. I love the back cave in this as well. This was made on a fifty-five. Nope, sorry, I'm looking at it wrong. Was it 40 million? 35 million. Oh, yeah, yeah. 35 million dollars for Batman compared to 55 for the original Superman. Wow, was that that much? I didn't realise. Yeah. But then I suppose they put two into it as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose as well. Like, that had way big actors as well, didn't it? Yeah. And Batman came out with 
411. Yeah, in 1989. Yeah. And if you look at the receipts to returns, which is only 266. Wow, was it that low? I mean, that's still high for 92. Yeah. I mean, that's half of what they took for the first. I know yeah. Forever made loads of money, didn't they? Forever did uh, two, 336. Oh, not as much as so the initial run, uh, you're looking up until uh, Dark Knight, uh, the Batman movies, this was the most popular. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose if you bear in mind, this is all late 80s, early 90s, that's still a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah. Films didn't make a billion dollars no. back then, did they? No, God no. I think the first billion dollar movie was uh, Titanic or Avatar. I think it was Titanic, yeah. yeah. Cumulatively, I think it was. I mean, for outlay, I mean, if you look at, uh, I think Dark Knight is the most profitable at 185 million, and that took over a billion. Yeah, that was, wasn't that the first superhero film to make a billion dollars before Avengers? Could have been, probably sure, is. It was like to break that sort of barrier. Yeah, because it was 2008, so yeah, yeah it would have so been. That was, was the year of Iron Man as well. Yeah, it was. So yeah, Dark Knight, I mean, the, the most, ex in terms of profit, you're looking at Dark Knight Rises for the Batman movies. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, the, the one I find the weakest. Well, I do like it, but I do think it's the weakest. Yeah. Of the Nolan trilogy. It's not worse than Batman and Robin, sorry. No, I didn't clarify no. that there. <laughs> Rises is an enjoyable film, but it could never no. match up to Dark Knight. No, the Dark Knight was too big, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, that's what even put me off it for a little bit. Yeah stretch of time I like how uh, his actions uh, Keaton's actions are so minimalist yeah they're, ironically they're bird like aren't they yeah like, I think it's the suit though isn't it yeah. like I think he couldn't move the shit in that suit <laughs> God he said no. he couldn't hear anything either so he like worked the claustrophobia into the character sort of thing you think to move you can't move your head around you have body, to turn you? yeah yeah I mean there's a scene later on when he blows all this up yeah. um, and he does like a turn to look at the helicopter the Joker's in yeah. and it's like a full body turn and they call yeah. it the hero turn now <laughs> where like a hero just turns their whole body Robocop does it as well yeah. doesn't he he turns before he walks and stuff like that's to make it more uh, robotic yeah. yeah and that's one thing I do like about the bail suit which they wouldn't have been able to pull off at the time yeah, is the is the the cowl more sort of yeah yeah oh the bit where he just smacks out the goon <laughs> it does it's does just, a Bruce Lee yeah, yeah yeah I like I love how he appears to sort of be everywhere as yeah. well you know like that was a completely different shot and he just sort of sort of wisps around you know it's like less is more you have yeah. him in the shadows he is yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the original line reading for I Am Batman was I Am The Night. Ah, did not but know I that. I think he improvised it, and they were like, yeah, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to give credit to Sam Hamm, the screenwriter, as well. Yeah. He was, he was, a, he was really good, considering he did it during his writer's strike as well. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to see that. I, Bob, I don't want to see Bob doing no. Gordon. No. <laughs> Ooh, no, oh. <laughs> Lighting. It's just. It's, it's just like face. Smiling as yeah. well, like. 
I mean, this is not like it's not got the realism of Nolan's Gotham. No, but and that's what put me it. off yeah. the Batman Begins for a long while. Is I like the fantastical of Burton. Yeah, yeah. See, I sort of went with Batman Begins as the most fantastical at first, you know, because you like because of like the Scarecrow dog yeah. and like um, you immediately think Liam Neeson's immortal originally. Yeah. But then, like, I think with Dark Knight, it sort of it became too like a Michael Mann movie, you know, like Heat or something. Yeah. And you're like, at first, it's really jarring because you think, well, how could Batman exist in this world? Yeah. But that's then, what. Like, Years later, I think you get the perspective, you know, like, and we always bring up the interrogation scene, don't we? Oh, that's it's just fantastic. Uh, my favorite Batman scenes are in Batman and Batman Returns, but in terms of a, a well, Heath Ledger is brilliant. I'm not yeah. gonna deny this, but he only works. Everybody goes on about Heath Ledger, and that's what yeah. annoys me is that it's Christian Bale. There's fifty percent of that. With it, yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah. It, he doesn't get the credit he deserves for it. But yeah. that scene is, is I, yeah. I think like I don't like I'm not wanting this to sound like really mean, but I think because Heath Ledger died, he sort of because we never got to see another great role again. We sort of lifted him up as the pinnacle yeah. of like the success of that film, and it was loads of things, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, yeah, like you say, he was fantastic. It was, I always liked him though. I always thought he would have been a good when they mentioned it. Like uh, yeah. announced it, I I did think that's it. That's a good casting decision. I really didn't know his work. I'm gonna be honest. No, nah, but I always go back to Batman. Yeah. People kicked up a stink about Keaton. Yeah. So, and the same when Patterson was announced, it's like they kicked up a stink about Keaton. Daniel Craig is Bond. Yeah, people. And I'm go. I go back to let him go on. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But every casting decision we've mentioned so far has been like yes. Yeah, and they're all controversial ones. Yeah. They always work. I mean, it's kind of boring if you pick the big actors that like do these roles all the time to do it, isn't it? Yes, definitely. They're not doing anything different. One of the greatest bits of casting was someone that was unhirable at the time, and that's Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Robert Downey yeah, Jr. We've had that conversation many times. Yeah. We, like... But the thing is, Afterwards, people always go, oh, oh, I was like, no, you didn't, you were no, slagging this yeah. off. So, I've told that story many times with this film, haven't I? Yeah. About, um, the Dark Knight being, like, the jumping off point for Batman becoming huge again. And, like, because comic books in 89 and when I was growing up and when you were probably growing up, you kind of maybe didn't admit to a lot of people that you liked these sort of things. I was a complete you? geek. Yeah, and so was I, yeah. And, and, like, people would, like, actively call me out on liking things like this call me gay call me like this that and the other yeah. and then as soon as The Dark Knight comes out these same people are like oh have you seen The Dark Knight that was amazing Heath Ledger's amazing as the Joker like I thought you hated Batman you used to call me gay because yeah. I like Batman why do I just suddenly like him and that sort of that's really put me off The Dark Knight when it first came out but I, I just went back and watched this like yeah. ten times <laughs> but the transition was is like yeah. when, we, when you brought it up uh, a few years ago I was like it, the transition, you know, through Nolan yeah. and through Iron Man and the start of the MCU was so gradual that it just yeah. seeped into our culture. When you brought it up, it's like, right, yeah, when we were growing, I was growing up, things like Clerks, More Rats, yeah. and even Fanboys, that was how we were perceived. Yeah, yeah. People that liked comic books. 
And it's not completely untrue either, is it? Because you do know a lot of people that are still like that, that are fanboys, quite yeah. Who really obsessive and like it's their whole life and they won't do anything else or leave their mum's basement. Yeah. And he gives. I mean, uh, I I've put my hands up. I I I am a fanboy. Yeah, I am. Oh yeah. But we, I mean. You're listening to the High Ground podcast, and if you're watching along with us, the film, you'll notice that we actually cover loads of things. I mean, yeah. I'm a complete cinema fanatic. I will watch anything. Yeah, I mean, we're likely to do an audio commentary for something like I don't Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. As we are for, you know, our. our Can I just point out the ones that uh, we were originally going to do before this? Those when you suggested doing a commentary. Yeah. Ones I had my first two that came into my head, and this is just stuff would be giggles. Will do them. Yeah. One was Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> just thought we could have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's the that's the thing as well. Like, we don't want to be too like. Want you to think we're all stuffy and we only pick films like that are critically acclaimed. Like, we will do bad films. Yeah. Like, one I am. Busting my bollocks to see, on doing all your commentary of Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> or Mortal Kombat, something yeah. like that. You know, like a really bad, yeah. bad quote film. I was actually quite uh, to start with because I built things up and I thought Batman that's going to be is this going to be one of us times when we tried doing a who's our favourite oh, yeah, Batman yeah, commentary yeah, in under 10 minutes yeah I thought that's always going to be the thing and I built this up so but uh, it's I mean we're not not going to gush over Michael Keaton no it's Michael Keaton isn't it but this is very horror yeah it's really weird isn't it yeah I think only he could have done something like this at the yeah. time the whole reveal, and I remember yeah. in cinema watching this because you know I, I really wasn't much of a, a horror fan at the time, and you think how gruesome is this going to yeah. be? But they keep it in the shadows so you don't see him yet. You yeah, don't know how gruesome right. it is. Whereas I think in the Dark Knight you see him right away, don't you? Yeah. Like pretty much after the bank robbery. But this is, but you know, and the Dark Knight he changes his own origin story a few times. Yeah. But this is a, a Joker origin. Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. And it was also the, f the first time he had a name, you know, Jack Napier. Yeah. And then that was used by the animated series. Ah. Thing is, another thing you got to remember is this is coming off of, this is the first Batman since Adam West, Burt Ward, yeah. and Cesar Romero, so is it? Since Pow, Wow, and Batman, yeah. and all that. Holy whatever so, Batman. So like. this is ballsy. <laughs> yeah. To take a character which is camp. In known to the general public as camp, to this do going back to like the geek culture and how underground it really it was. Yeah, well the, the ex executive producers, the guys called uh, Michael Aslan and Benjamin Malnica, they bought the film rights to Batman ages before the film was made. I think it was in like '79 or something like that. And they they said like Batman isn't camp; it's dark. If you go back to the original comics and it's grim and like it's a guy that dresses up as a bat and beats up criminals at night yeah. like how is that funny like it and like I think Warner Brothers are probably a bit sort of oh shit I don't know if this is going to work because Superman's dead you know happy and yeah. I mean you know not like there's sad moments but it has that like I mean you pointed it out perfectly before like there's a perfect react structure in Superman yeah. isn't there and colour schemes as well. I would point out that I did steal that you from did, somewhere. You did, no, no, but I, I never, when you said that, I was like, wow, never noticed that before. But 
I think they knew Superman worked before, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, there's no superhero films without that. Exactly. Still the best origin, isn't it? It's the definitive one. So You'll you never surpass it. Yeah. <laughs> Prove me wrong, studios. Yeah, please do. We like to be proved wrong. Yeah, definitely. It's I think that was the problem with like Batman versus Superman, wasn't it? There was, we were all wanting that to be a Batman film. Yeah. Really, weren't we? Like, because he was the next big character to introduce to the, yeah. the universe, wasn't he? <laughs> I like that line. Look at Napier, the Joker's in the shadows. Yeah. It's uh, you know. And yeah, until he says like, "You can call me Joker," yeah. and pops out. Of, yeah, it's great. This is actually a great reveal. It is. I never noticed that before. It's just so juxtaposed. Circus. Yeah. And you got the traditional costume. Yeah. I love the fact that he's like thought he had like an infinite amount of bullets there yeah. and sort of looks annoyed. <laughs> Come on, he got set up. He did, yeah. So he, yeah. so uh, he deserves it. Jack Palance is an asshole in a lot of things. Yeah. He? <laughs> I think it's quite nice as well to see Bruce Wayne not be like his typical. You know, like he, he's always like pretending to be the playboy, isn't yeah. he? Like the guy that doesn't care, even though he does. And I, I think it's really, really good to see another portrayal of him where he is quite quiet and you know you, you can tell there's a lot going on underneath in this Bruce Wayne Definitely. whereas a lot of them feel they need to sort of he gets monologues and like oh it's, you know like my parents this and I'm scared of bats that you know I, you don't, it's all done visually in this yeah but then, you know, if, you, if you think about it it's it's a whole generation between movies yeah of course it is and you know, if you look at the editing of, you know, uh, you know, from this period and everything, and you know, Star Wars is a slow movie yeah, compared to now. Yeah. People's got shorter. Films are getting longer, but tension spans are getting shorter. So bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang with the editing. Brilliant. Yeah. Wait till they get a load of Yeah. And that is that is creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. That's um, killing joke, Joker. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Alan Moore's. Legendary Alan. Yeah, Moore. legendary Alan. From Northampton. Yeah, which is like 20 minutes from yeah. us, isn't it? <laughs> I would love to see him. Didn't one of, didn't you say someone bumped into him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw him in the street. It's not the sort of person oh, you really want to go yeah. up to. Yeah, I would. Right. I like your films. Oh. <laughs> if I was to bump into him, I'd, I'd get my fiance to to follow him quickly while I quickly run into Waterstones and pick up a copy of uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Which is a bloody good book, in my opinion. Yeah, I, well, I'm not a massive fan of the actual comic, but I love the film. Yeah. I think the film is much better. This is where you find out Batman's a bit of a BSer. Yeah. 
You mean the guy that pretends he's someone else is lying? What? <gasps> but he's lying to a woman. They always find yeah, out. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't know why. Don't bother. <laughs> she's a woman. She's a journalist. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. a, and a redhead in the comments. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she just collapses the chair. <laughs> I like the hat. I like that. Yeah. I like how he just leaves her there. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Why didn't he get an Oscar? Yeah, this I believe the only win for this was for best art direction. That's bad. From Anton first. That is bad. I used to think that guy on the right was Stan Lee for years. Wow. With the glasses. No, no, no. That's pre-Stanley cameo. Pre performances. Yeah. That is creepy when he's, when he's wearing as. makeup. Yeah, it's, I thought like it's good how they sort of worked two sets of makeup onto him yeah. as well, isn't it? He is creepy. He is. And this guy's a dumbass for believing him. Yeah. It's very Bond, isn't it? it is you don't know, like, you can leave like and Spectre. then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing as well, though. You know, it, it does get the rap of being like. Oh, the, the forever the campy one came along because these two were too dark, but they are interlaced with humour as well, yeah. aren't they? I mean, something that is missing from like the early new DC films like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman—they're really just so like humourless, aren't they? I completely agree with you on that one, especially Superman. Yeah, definitely. Man of Steel, which I loved Zack Snyder, so I kind yeah, of find yeah, it hard to kind of rephrased it, but yeah. Like you, I mean, you watch the original. We will be quoting the original Superman yeah. quite a lot, actually. But like, there's, it's just so. I don't know. It's warm, isn't it? Like, yeah. there's a lot of warmth. And the original Superman is fun. Yeah. But the thing is, colourful and fun. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I love this line. Yeah. Because it's a repeat of what Grissom says to. <laughs> he grabs to Jack. Well, he? Yeah. <laughs> And the makeup superb. And <laughs> <laughs> the glasses. Robotic turning yeah. as well. I put the you know uh, Dark Knight. It was like the uh, the recent uh, DC films. Yeah. They wanted to separate themselves from the MCU, so make them darker. They had so much success with Nolan. Yeah. So it's. It wasn't until you know when you watch Batman and Batman versus Madonna Justice, you realise. Can you imagine if they'd made if they'd straight off the back of this? Yeah. They actually went out and got Christopher Reeve and yeah. uh, Gene we Hackman, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I mean, you could easily they could worked out that he was still alive. I mean, you could have yeah. made you you could have made. Well, when I was a kid, I always thought he was still alive. Yeah. I thought that was him laughing until I yeah. found out it was the. Box. The little boxes. 
It's just Jack Nicholson being yeah. Jack Nicholson, isn't yeah. it? Like, no one else can do that. I mean, this is like, uh, I watched, I mean, we're talking about, got to be about 30 years since I last watched The Shining, and I really didn't enjoy The Shining the oh, first time yeah, I watched I've it. I was too young. Yeah, no, I understand what you mean there. And yeah. now it's sort of like, when you win, me and my fiance, we, 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 we sat down and we watched it, and we were like, this is Super just superb. Yeah. I mean, we had watched Doctor Sleep, which is also one of the reasons yeah, we watched it. Yeah, I love Doctor Sleep as well. And, but to go then, just like, it, it's, you know, it's a, as a piece of work, that's fantastic it's as well. Check it out if you haven't watched it. Or if you haven't watched it years ago, check it out and reappraise the movie. It's a very different horror film to what was, you know, because 1980 was like, that was the heyday of the slasher, wasn't it? Yeah. 80, 81, you know. So, so having something, you know, Kubrick do a horror film. That, I think that's why it doesn't resonate with you as a kid because Kubrick's yeah. very cerebral, isn't he? Yeah. I wouldn't imagine a lot of his films would be very good when you run. I'll be honest with you, I don't like classifying it as a horror. I know we're going a little bit off track, but I don't class like classifying it as a horror because no. horror, I think it's more of a, a thriller. Yeah. yeah. Or supernatural. Yeah. It's like uh, Doctor Sleep, I didn't really consider that to be a horror. Uh, it had no, very. That's definitely more. It had Lost Boy vibe to yeah, me. Yeah, it was like a road trip yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Again, look at the sets. Yeah, I know. Pinewood, wasn't it? Yeah. Home of Mr. Bond. Yeah. And uh, Star Wars recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Was they not on Pinewood? Do you think they might Yeah. But he's, he's most famous... Uh, Four Bonds. Yeah. yeah. They call it 007 yeah. stage, don't they? They used uh, one of the 51-acre sound stages as well to build Gotham City. I think it was one of the biggest nice. ever used. It's, it's good as well because... It, you don't really see much of Gotham in this, do you? So no. It's another sort of Burton thing where you see flashes of the place the film's set in yeah. rather than big vistas. But you got to think that what they actually had at the time... I mean, this does look like a run-down rather than... Yeah, it's, it does, yeah. It's, it's what they had to play with and what they had on budget and what the constraints were at the yeah. time. And it all works because it, uh, if you throw money at things, you're not as... as I think it was Robert Rodriguez so, said. Yeah. You 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 it. If you can fix everything with money, you won't put any effort in. No, and there's yeah. creativity through less. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Jack Nicholson apparently even took a pay cut so they could do some of the effect shots better. And oh, took, nice. He took a gross thing. Oh, he got. He made up to about ninety million. Apparently. Nice. Oh, I love this. Michael thing. Keaton, in this, just when, uh, J uh, the Joker, just watch him in the scene is su is is superb. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I quite like Knox. I wish he was in like some of the other films as like the same character. Yeah. We had to wait to oh this we had to wait for Knox to again I'm gonna say a big shout out Crisis on Infinite Earth. I mean I'm so glad that Michael Keaton's got a career revival. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. Because I mean, I think the last film I saw him in the cinema in before Marvel and all that was a film called White Noise. It's like a horror film about ah. ghosts, and like you can apparently pick them up if you yeah. leave recording devices on. <laughs> I think it's bullshit, but uh, it was a good film. Yeah, it was like me and my friend were like, "Oh wow, Michael Keaton! Like he yeah. looks so the same, like but just with grey hair." And then we never saw him. That was like two thousand and five. I never saw him. I don't think I ever saw him again till. I don't know, honestly, couldn't tell you. But he was. Uh, in a lot soon recently, wasn't yeah. he? The founder as well. That's he was good. Fantastic in that, wasn't he? He's an asshole in that, wasn't oh, he? Oh, he is. He plays it, but he's, he's still. Yeah, yeah. 
I for me it was Birdman. I just was blown away by I Birdman. I need to make time to watch that. Time to pay I would love I to love see how a script. It makes an arrow sound yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. Just gunshots going off, and who's standing? He's just yeah. Because we, I don't think we don't know at this point that. He, I think he recognises him because yeah. of what happened with his parents. Uh -oh. Billy D is so <laughs> smooth. Oh, I love Billy D. He's great. He is. Lando, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just, he's so good at these. He's brilliant. <laughs> I remember asking my dad what an enemy was yeah. as well at the time. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh. Tell you that when you <laughs> it's not here. <laughs> and the hole in uh, Bruce's jacket. Yeah, I could never work out whether he had body armor on or whether it just missed his arm, kind of thing. I just missed it, and he wasn't even paying yeah. attention. Why don't you marry her? <laughs> I just want to point out, uh, if, you, if, you, if you can hear a little whirring in the background of this podcast, it's we're running it through a projector today. The best way to do it. Oh, yes. If you get your opportunity, you know, uh, it's it's good to actually see these classic movies on a bigger screen. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. So Fantastic, it's yeah. I mean, we've done the Jaws. Jaws with you, haven't yeah. we? And Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah, that was... Fantastic. I mean, if these films ever pop up in your, in like your local cinema and things are back to normal, like you should never pass up the chance to see yeah. them if you can. Although you you have seen it, in I've cinema, seen it, and <laughs> so I, I see, but you know, I'll you always I'll look it back and think uh, people go, wait a minute, you got it, you've got it, it's on TV. Why are you going to see? Because there's nothing beats being in That's an why audience. That's I don't talk to people like you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll just put it to streaming. Like yeah. that winds me up. Uh, or when. Or uh, people go, oh, have you seen the new such and such film? No, because it's not out yet. No. Oh, I got it on digital. Oh right. Okay. Uh, on the blah blah. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna wait till it goes to the cinema. I don't really want to know what it's yeah. like. Pirates of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Caribbean. But yeah. It's like they don't realize that it's actually. If all you want is the modern is films that are commercial that's gonna sell popcorn and things at your cinemas when they all reopen. Go ahead, pirate films. Yeah. But if you want art to hit the cinema, then did support Stop it. Stop it, yeah. I remember I told you when, uh, I've said it before, it's when, uh, uh, earlier, a couple of years ago, when uh, Alien came out. 
uh, the 40th anniversary oh, of Alien. Alien's fantastic yeah. in cinemas, yeah. Me and my fiance were having an hour because we just recently we went, we bought it for £15 for the entire box set. And uh, of all of them, including the uh, the new ones, the wow, Prometheus and Covenant. Good price. Yeah. And then uh, we decided on this. It was like, oh, we're going to go see it. And that was just Alien, superb. Yeah, yeah. The only other film I want to see in cinema like that is Jaws. I really, yeah. at one point in my life, want to see that in the cinema. I mean, I have, I, I, I have, did. Now, haven't we? We watched yeah. it on the projector. Next time we'll do it. Well, oh, I mean, we did it. Popped up. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy I've seen certain films in the cinema yeah. that I can say, like, I've seen them even though they came out after, yeah. you know, like Schindler's List. And oh, that was brilliant. I was yeah. so thankful. That's one of the Dead was another one yeah. for me. I want to see that. my favourite horror film of all time, so. I was going to say, you know, uh, however you're consuming this podcast, uh, if you ever get the opportunity, take your friends, introduce your friends yeah. to things that they may not they may not I've considered yeah. yeah I mean when we uh, podcast uh, we afterwards we each pick a film which the other may not have seen it's, it's, it's just brilliant it's our rule isn't it yeah sleek as like the newer like the newer sort of Batman stuff does it but I mean watching it back even now like it's still perfectly edited perfectly scored perfectly like cast it's just I mean I don't understand how you couldn't like it it's not gritty enough it's not enough bang 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 yeah I mean, uh, it's weird because that's what I initially put a lot of people off, wasn't it? Yeah. That it was dark. But this is like... Okay, this is more successful. But you look at... Uh, the Living Daylight... Not Living Daylight, yeah. A View to a Kill, then A Living Daylight. People weren't ready for yeah, a, a dark bond. darker bond. Yeah. If, you, if you put that out in 2006 instead of... Casino Royale, Living Daylights would have generated a lot. Yeah, I mean, and then License to Kill sort of wiped Bond out for quite a yeah. long time, didn't it? Because, it was, I mean, I've always thought it's like Scarface with Bond in it. Yeah. You know, my advice of, you know, it seems more like a an action film from 1989 than a Bond film. I mean, over the years, I've come to really like License to Kill. I'm still uh, Living like Daylights. Good yeah, and I like Dalton as Bond. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I know what you mean, like, they sort of went back to the safe route, didn't they, after this and returns yeah. and thought, what will make us money quicker, more kids in the cinema? You know what? I mean, I know where I saw this. I know I know the cinema I saw this. But, I mean, there this was 89. And I know I did see it in the cinema. It was like I said, I know what cinema I saw it in. But that's all I know. I can remember. Yeah. I can tell you the exact cinema. And, I, and, and, how I felt with Batman Returns because Batman Returns you know the bit of the uh, I'm assuming you have all watched Batman Returns in fact you're listening to this and if you're watching along with it in the movie work, yeah. get yeah, it in there for your homework I remember I'm like sitting there in Batman Returns enjoying the movie yeah it's fantastic and except to the bit where you see Selina Kyle gets shot and you think she's dead yeah and I'm like sitting in there and this uh, I I 
bunked off school to actually go travel <laughs> all the way because there's no cinema where we live at the time so I literally got on a bus to get on a train to walk to the cinema just to see Batman Returns and I felt so bummed out towards the end of Batman Returns when, you, they, when they killed off Catwoman yeah. up until I think it was only about five minutes until you see her silhouette and you know she's alive yeah. Yeah. but I was like swear I was like thinking ah oh. oh, it's not very good yeah. and I'm like that was a fantastic film so for people that didn't get it I don't care I loved that film and it's got yeah. one of my all time favourite scenes The Kiss Under the Mistletoe oh yeah it's fantastic that's yeah. good where they both as well I never realised till recently they both aren't wearing masks and everyone else is in the room you know like this is their real this is who they really are this, no this isn't who they really yeah. are sorry the, the mask thing is who they are really and I, I love like that's the sort of thing Burton can only do isn't it with, yeah. with like the he handles like grotesqueries and like darkness and stuff like that so well I, I mean it's kind of sort of cliche don't you? you say oh it's like a Tim Burton movie but yeah. like the guy is a god yes you know like he, and he may have made a few films that aren't that great, Planet but haven't they all? Yeah. <laughs> when, he, when Charlie and Chuck Patrick, yeah. I didn't really like that. <laughs> John like Dent's creepy in that. <laughs> really creepy. And they've got uh, Michelle Pfeiffer from Michael Keaton, and their eyes are just beautiful. Oh. I didn't know they dated. Didn't they? While they were uh, in this yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, not for very long. Ooh. I think we're going to have to do Batman Returns because oh, that is... Well, we'll do them all yeah. at some point, won't we? Oh, this is creepy. I always... Just, yeah, I, yeah, you know, this mask. is... This is the thing. I mean, more than the Nolan ones, which I don't want to disrespect the Nolan ones because they are fantastic. Yeah. But, uh... I was... This was scary for yeah, me. Yeah, it was, yeah. When I was a kid. It's more like what's... You're thinking what's underneath. Yeah. I always think unmasking scenes are letdowns compared to the builder. You know, like every time Jason gets unmasked yeah. in Friday the Thirteenth, or like, you know, the best example of this is the first ever Halloween film where um, Jamie Lee knocks Michael's mask off at the end, yeah. and when you see Michael's face, um, it's just a normal guy's face, but everyone who watches it swears that they see this horribly disfigured face, and Johnny Harpenter has said like, I didn't put any makeup on the guy yeah. I just filmed him for a couple of seconds it's your mind doing it yeah and like I love that sort of it's great that your mind can do things like that like Psycho yeah sure I see on the subject of Halloween I like the 2018 was it remake well sequel the 18 yeah like the uh, the reboot yeah reboot yeah I like the way you never see his face in it yeah well that was fantastic yeah you sort of see the side of him and that was another Callum choice that I never was uh, only, you know you recommended it and I thought it was fantastic that blew me away I just thought oh, this time is Stephen got back into horror yeah <laughs> you actually did that in Night of the Living Dead oh yeah which yeah. is we'll do that as well that's we'll do the Dead trilogy. oh this is uh, I just want to, something we haven't uh, when it comes up there's a thing I want to point out Prince, is it? Oh, how did you guess? I just because I knew the song was coming up. Prince. And I had this soundtrack. And I, I have this soundtrack. Incidentally, this was one of the first films to have 
soundtrack and a score. Ah. You know, like a, a, a soundtrack yeah. where there was music sort of produced by a, an artist or with artists yeah. on it. You know, because apparently before that it didn't really exist. It was like you either got the score and that mixed together yeah, or that's you, true. you never got separate. Back to the Future? Yeah, Back to the Future, yeah. Most of the James Bond scores yeah. are all, they have other artists on the. They do. I lo- okay, I it does like, take really it, but it's like, brilliant. Yeah. It's the only thing I don't like about this film. I don't like. I've never been a massive fan of Prince. Like I, I agree. Him as an artist, yeah. I think it is quite unfair that he gets called like the poor man's Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's more. I, mean, yeah, I think he's more creative than Michael Jackson. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Because he walked his own. Uh, he walked his own path. Yeah. But he's. Oh, it's quite sad as well when he passed. Yeah. It's just, this is just... It's just funny, isn't it? Yeah. I know it does date the movie. Anytime you put, like, songs in their movie, it does. I said yeah. that. Use of Led Zeppelin and oh, yeah. ACDC and the MCU. Yeah. I just, that makes it timeless. Yeah. But this is... I mean, I don't... Is this the height of Prince's... Roundabout, because like, like he did Purple Rain. Yeah, which is a good song, I must admit. I do like that. It's Jack Nicholson as well, isn't it? That sounds oh, like yes. <laughs> oh, he just... I'm sorry if this is turning into a bit of a kiss-ass-a-thon, but it's... Oh, this is a great bit of dialogue. It is, yeah. I d- do you know what I love as well? The fact that the Joker has like Prince's songs on his boombox. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Essentials for every podcast listeners: Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. I love Skittles. Incidentally, anyone wondering what the Court of Maltese thing is all about? In um, there's a famous Batman comic called The Dark Knight Returns that Frank Miller did. Nice. And there was something in like a fictional island and called Court of Maltese. And a lot of like the look of this is based on that, where it's like a dark. As Frank Miller likes to do. Frank Miller, the guy who wrote, he writes Sin City, and co-directed with Robert Rodriguez. This is the line coming up. He was first fully functioning homicidal artist. <laughs> I'm sure you're not. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. My face on the one dollar bill. <laughs> Why is there not a, a script that you can just buy? No. I remember that was a t-shirt. With a dollar bit of it, and just had his face on it. Nice. And there's no words, like, you don't need to know. This is what he does to Alicia.
why would anybody stay with someone that would deliberately burn them? Yeah, I'd love to know what he actually did to her. Mm. I think it's more scary that we don't. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Great engines coming up. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the thing as well, he's funny, isn't he? Yeah. And he's lethal because yeah. it's acid. <laughs> <laughs> Hero entrance with soundtrack. With score, sorry. <laughs> I love his confusion as to what that gadget yeah. actually was. Like yeah. as well. like it's one of my only minor annoyances as well, this film, how much she screams. Yeah. She reminds me of Willy from Temple of Doom. <laughs> Except for the director's not banging her. Yeah. yeah. We could say it, that's oh, common knowledge. The Batmobile as well. Yeah. Oh my word, there's never been a better one. Although, it's kind of practical to actually try and drive a thing that lasts long. Yeah, it is, yeah. But it looks but good. It looks so It looks like something Batman would drive, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's the thing that pissed me off about the Tumblr to start with. Yeah. It looked too much like a tank. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, I've never liked the Tumblr. I think, if you see the new Batman trailer though, it's just a car with a booster. I really yeah. like that. I think that's a great idea. Is that a very throwback to the original? Yeah, the, well, the seventies Batmobile was a normal car yeah. with like a modifications on it, which just reminds me of Aston Martin DB5 yeah. with modifications. Ah, <laughs> classic Bond. You know, what, I was going to ask you what was Bond's original car, but God, I'm not going to even go there because uh, that would be a 1933 Bentley with yeah. Amherst Villiers superchargers. <laughs> I learned my lesson a long while ago. <laughs> Never ever get into an argument with you about James Bond because you're always going to win, and I've tried. Well, no, but I, you're the one person I want to prove me wrong. I would be, I would be happy for the rest of my life if you got me a question where I said I didn't know or I got it wrong. I think we're going to have to find. I'll we'll have to find a Bond film to do. Oh well, there's twenty four of them. Twenty. Five. Is it twenty five? Twenty five. Twenty five. I think. Twenty five because it's uh, no time to no die. die. Might just be out by the time we finish yeah. commentating on the other bonds. Okay. What links Bond to Batman then? The new one. What the new? Which? What the new Batman or the new Bond? Both. What links? Batman and Bond. It's hmm. an interesting one. I might have to think about that one. <laughs> <coughs> there is a good link. <coughs> character. Well, oh, good character, actor. Okay. I love that suit. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. I always think of Batman with the yellow belt and the thing in the yeah. middle. 
Just in case anyone in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Just do the thing on my belt, grab it. <laughs> no, he's not sexually harassing her. No. You're Jeffrey Wright. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Krishna Gordon, isn't he? Yeah, Felix Leiter. My favourite Felix Leiter. I like Jeffrey Wright. I have done since I love Shaft. Jeffrey Wright, yeah. And he's great in Westworld. That's something else I still need to watch. Then. Even the bat logo. Yeah, it looks great, doesn't yeah. it? I don't know if it ever looked like that in the comics, did it? With the yellow thing. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Oh yeah, because he had like the blue hood in that, didn't he? There's a few shots here if you pause it. You can tell it's not Michael Keaton kicking the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Indiana Jones bone. Yeah, I was gonna say Indiana Jones, yeah. I think it might even be a direct lift, mightn't it? Yeah. Like, I know, like a tribute sort of thing. Fuck <laughs> 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 <Stop> that. Yeah. <laughs> So she puts her film down the bra, so obviously. No! If he manages to get that out, that's a definite case. Right. <laughs> I like the. It's kind of like stop motion, isn't it? The effects with the shields. Yeah. I think they were like fully computerizing the returns, weren't they? Like one of the first sort of. I'll have to rewatch it. No, it, no. I thought it might be sped up. No, oh, maybe it was, yeah. I love this scene as well where it's just quiet mm. you know like there's no talking this should be like full of dialogue now yeah. this is very Tim Burton with the words yeah it's always great hearing Danny Elfman think. Yeah. he's like the sort of John Williams of the Tim Burton world oh yes what other superhero franchise did he actually work on you touching me again. <laughs> I'm right, so uh, I'm hoping I'm right about it. It's going to look like a total dick. Um. I don't know. Not Marvel, is it? Yep. Oh, yeah, uh, Spider Man, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, what band was he in? Boingo, Boingo. Yeah. And you're good. And the bit where they use the uh, the uh, little bit of an Elfman score in the Justice League. Yeah, I sort of like got goosebumps yeah. at it. As, 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 like when you hear the John Williams theme. I think the I think then the Snyder cut that will all be Nick's. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Although to be fair, that I think the Snyder cut looks fantastic. It does. You know what the annoying thing is that. I wanted to see this. That's the cut I'd like to have seen. Oh, definitely, yeah. There's and no way you'd have got four hour film with the past. Yeah. But again, that was just. Four hour would be just like the work print. Yeah. I think they've just transferred it because. 
the effects look great. Like, yeah. better than the finished film. Like, Steppenwolf actually looks quite scary. Yeah. He looks like a... He looks like a... Just a computer game character in the Whedon version, doesn't he? That's... Uh, the thing is, the, the, the Zack Snyder version was too dark. Yeah. Now when they got people kicking up a stink, then they didn't want it. But it's kind of like... But the thing with the Snyder Cut is, I think it's... It's... You've got... Correct me if I'm wrong, but prior to the Snyder Cut, you've got two major film movies that had fabled cuts that took years to come out. You've got Blade yeah. Runner, Superman Two, Superman Two. So that's got that to live up to. You got oh, Blade Runner's got five, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember, you know, when the when uh, they released the uh, the director's cut when they found the unicorn scene. Yeah. And they they put it into the film, and then they took away the narrative, the dialogue, and everything. I remember literally going, "Yo, I have to have this. I have to yeah. see this," and I did. Um, that was the first version I ever saw of the final cut. Oh, see, nice. I didn't see Blade Runner until I was in my early twenties, like much later. I never saw it when I was younger. I think about think of that, about eleven or twelve. Yeah. But I didn't like it. Then no, a few years later, I watched it again, it? and it blew me away. And ever since then, I've been like a, a big fan. And the, there was always the fabled uh, Dick Donner version of, of Superman. Yeah, yeah. And when they went and completed it, completed the that movie as much as they could, I was like... That's the only version I watched. Yeah. I, I just skipped the, the main or second version. Because um, I think, didn't he finish like 75, 80% yeah, seven, or something like that? Yeah. I, I, funnily enough, linking Blade Runner to Batman again. Um, that was the film that Christopher Nolan requested everyone watch um, before they started making Batman Begins. Blade Runner. Yeah. Nice. Like the look of Gotham. Yeah. Was you know what? I, mean, I know now everybody accepts that Blade Runner is this magnificent, incredible yeah. film. But, you know, from when I was old enough to understand it, I was like, this is a, a yeah. fantastic. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, when Batman came out, yeah? It was the same year as Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. yeah. And Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So I've got to be honest with you. That was like third on my radar. Yeah, yeah. It was. I really was. Oh, I was more. Go- Actually, I was more. Bo- and there was Ghostbusters too as well. Friday which, eight. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh. But in terms of the big ones for me, it was yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. Part Two or Ghostbusters Two, which I think is a terrible movie. A Back to the Future Part Two, which was coming out in November, so this was summer. But it was really, I suppose, between Last Crusade and this. Yeah. And La- Indiana Jones, you know, for me, resonated more. But I still enjoyed this. Well, I think with Indy, you had the other two, so you were wanting to finish the yeah. trilogy, weren't you? So, but with this, like, no one had made a film of Batman. No. I mean, there's kind of like that Batman the movie in 1966, wasn't there? But I think it was just a movie of the TV series, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, and Lethal Weapon too. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I just had a flashback to reading on a film magazine. That's why I was like, just double, double checking on the IMDb. Richard Donner, Blade yeah. Again as well. I actually saw Lethal Two as well at the big screen. Did you see the first one? No, yeah. I saw it in uh, when they did it about fifteen years ago. They did a special screening. Oh, okay, yeah. So my my one I haven't seen is, is three. I've seen one, two, four. Well, I mean, I've seen three, of course. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a fantastic film. Cinematically, Yeah, tell everybody who you are, Bruce. Yeah, there's a famous plot hole, well, not a plot hole, but like a observation about this one, isn't there? That yeah. Alfred Letter in the Batcave. Yeah. Like, 
He would have been fired, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is his dad though? Essentially. He is his dad. Yeah. Oh, I'd want to say. Oh, this seems. This great, is. Isn't it, coming up? Yeah, this is why Michael Keaton is, in my opinion and your the opinion, best. like the definitive Batman. So, this is what you define as your scene as well, or? I don't know. Yeah, there's a few. There's like I like the scene where they're at the long table and yeah. he says about passing the soul. Yeah. I like that sort of like comedy side of them. But yeah, this this scene's fantastic. And I like the scene where he's looking at the. You know, like the newspaper clippings, and he remembers what happened the night his parents yeah. were killed. And again, no, there's no, there's no need to have words or a voiceover or, you know, like anything like that. Like Batman Begins does has a lot of that in their flashbacks and voiceovers, and you don't need to hear a word. Like you just you can just see in his face what's going. on. I love that shot in Batman Returns actually at the beginning when he's just sort of sitting in Wayne Manor and he's like with his hand on his chin, brooding in yeah. the dark, and the signal comes on. And it's like his only thing that he waits for now. Yeah, that's his life. Yeah, I think it's kind of sad as yeah. well. Like, dark and light sides to the yeah. face, which is yeah, the lighting's great. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's awkward. Yeah. Trailer line. Yeah, that that is great. We do that a lot, don't yeah. we? <laughs> Trailer line. off the hook is she I love when he sort of like mouths it silently yeah. like I bet I bet <laughs> it's almost like he's trying to come out isn't it yeah. like like you know it's like superhero films are the ones that appeal to the outsiders and yeah, everything yeah. because there's always if you look at the scope of both Marvel and DC yeah. there's always something for someone yeah, and it's, it's all inclusion more than anything well, that's why there's so many superheroes with different powers and different appearances isn't it yeah good bit of setup. yeah showing you as well yeah like, I mean a lot of films are just have you think, oh, he's dead? <laughs> Sideshow. Right. No, the, 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 the photography and the lighting on this film is superb. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. This is creepy. Oh, well, the omelette. You can't make an omelette without yeah. breaking a few eggs. It's the sound effect of the thing's gonna crack. Was she pushed? Did she jump? Yeah. Oh, he definitely killed her. Yeah. Who's wearing this part? I 
think he sort of he spares the Joker laugh a lot of the time, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he doesn't do the maniacal like. That's one thing that really pissed me off about Jared Leto's Joker. And if you listen to the podcast, you will know I have a pathological hatred of that man's <laughs> output. But it just they sort of overuse the laugh now, yeah. don't they? Like Keith Ledger did it perfectly yeah. as well, where he sparingly used it. I just want to say that Great. to me is the most it's just perfect that is I'm sorry but well, I just could not talk through that scene that's just no. we, were, we were watching we love that to see this just that's just Michael Keaton is absolutely superb they play off each other yeah. so much, don't they like, I mean you get that sort of beetle juicy vibe there yeah. when he's like well, I want to get nuts yeah. let's get nuts and, and then just Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's just the way he goes from, you know, crazy oh, to, yeah. to bang, it's just... He's almost the same, isn't he? Yeah. Like, that's always been the consensus about the Joker and Batman. I mean, you, Nicholson and, Mike, and Keaton work just as well as Bale and oh, Ledger. Yeah, yeah. They do. There is a scene in that as well, though, that I love. You know when he's upside down and he's like... I think me and you are destined to do this forever. Yeah. I love that line. I think it's so great. The sad thing is that was... It's the last time yeah. you see him, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you could have... Uh, you wanted to see that. You'd love to... I mean, I'd love to have seen another Bale and Ledger Oh, movie. God, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always thought the perfect... If Heath Ledger had survived, um, the perfect plot for the third one would have been, you know, the Batman can't defeat Bane, so he goes to the Joker. Yeah. Like like they do in Science of the Lambs yeah. to get like how do you stop a psychopath or you need to ask another psychopath yeah. I think that would have been a great plot another thing from what you're saying if Suicide Squad had actually introduced someone like yeah. scary imagine if you'd had Heath Ledger's established Joker yeah, yeah. up against Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn would have been yeah, yeah. and I if he created yeah. these psychotics that Rather than that, a nice bad guys, you yeah. need the bad bad guys. That was that was my problem as well with Suicide Squad. Not only did they not sort of develop these characters before, but you like you, you said this as well. You knew for a fact like Will Smith can't play a bad guy. Nope. He can't ever play a bad guy. So you knew at one point they would all sort of we need to work together on this mm. and like stop a bad a, a worse bad guy than us and. 
I think this new one looks pretty good actually. Cause they're in oh, yeah. are they in Vietnam or something like that? Aren't they? Or I don't know, but it looks it good. It looks good, yeah. James Gunn. James Gunn, definitely. I like you can see the suit in the background. Oh, yeah. Batman, Batman's in between Bruce Wayne and Alfred. Hmm. So who's your favourite Alfred? Um, I don't know, either him or my... Uh, sorry. It was only him for years. I think Michael Caine's fantastic. And Sean Pertwee in Gotham. He is phenomenal. He's like a young Alfred. So good. I mean, if you ever get a chance to watch it, he's so good at it. I think I would do Titans first, then go on to it. The sad thing is... I know we've touched on it quite a few times in this podcast commentary is that it's such a waste with Billy D. Williams I know it's almost weird that he's in it isn't it yeah I mean I almost forget when people say what else has Billy D. Williams ever been in I always think yeah no yeah and then I think Batman like yeah I did mistake him for Carl Weathers for a long oh, time. I used to think they were really similar looking. And he's going to what you saying about people just knowing him for Lando. Yeah. You know, it's. I, I call him Lando. Yeah. And Not in a disparaging no. way. Like he, Lando's the coolest guy ever, isn't he? Oh yeah. He's even elevate. I mean, I love nine, but he elevates it. Oh yeah. The thing is, uh, if all you're known is for one character and the amount of lives you touch, yeah. I mean, I look at may he rest in peace. I know it's Chadwick Boseman. To yeah. many people, he is. Or Alan Rickman was yeah. the one we, we always used to say, wasn't yeah. it? As well, that I never really thought about. And yeah, why is it a bad thing to play this, like, this big role that everyone remembers you for? I mean, yeah, for us, he's always going to be Hans Gruber. And yeah, I'm the I've got me, a bit Snape for me. The sheriff of Nottingham, yeah. but yeah, Snape's the one most people will know him from. The thing is, you think of it, if you touch just one person by playing this role and you affect someone's life, I mean, these, like the Chadwick Boseman, Yalan Rickman, you carry Fishers, you know, and the amount of people that those just those three uh, three people have inspired by Leia, uh, Snape, yeah. and T'Challa, and that's a legacy. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's, it's such a shame that we're not gonna, we only saw one you know, like one standalone Black Panther film yeah. with him in it. I mean, because he's been in the Civil War and Avengers, uh, hasn't he? Yeah. Why do you have a Batman origin story when you have this? Yeah. It works better as a flashback, I think. Yeah. Which is how they do it in all of them, really, isn't it? Yeah. Begins and even Batman v Superman, isn't it a flashback at the start? Oh, yeah. Uh, let us not like be candid either. We like Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, I like. Oh, I think he's great. 
I mean, I've heard uh, uh, that he's apparently he's back for uh, Flash. The Flash, yeah, yeah. And I do. I truly. I I love him. I think yeah. he's great. The best part about that universe. I like Ezra Miller. <laughs> I do like. I like Al Gadot as well, but I've never Mille. really resonated with Wonder Woman as a character. I kind of like Aquaman as well now that I've watched it. I like Jason Momoa. Only because you're a Metallica fan. Oh no, I didn't know that actually. And he's like bass player. <laughs> now this is brilliant. It's great. Yeah. It's no music either. the theory about why the Joker is the Batman's killer and that Tim Burton has actually said that is a really good theory so yeah. if you like that then take it is the fact that psychologically Batman imprints whatever villain is taxing him the most at the time he imprints their face onto the guy that killed his parents yeah. to make it easier for him to take them down so like the implication is that he never even knew who killed his parents it was just oh. some random guy like that just shot them or like robbed them or whatever, and I think it's better. I, I do, I, I do like it when it's no one, because you know yeah. it makes it more like he's never gonna get justice for his parents, yeah. neither. So Const the reason for him doing it is always gonna be unresolved, isn't yeah. it? Constantly has to get up and get out of there because it's yeah, it's, it's it could happen to someone else. Yeah, that makes sense. Enough, there is another Blade Runner um, link to this film. Do you know what it is? Uh, no, what's that? Uh, Sean Young was originally supposed to be cast as Vicky Vale, but she hurt a collarbone. I thought Sean Young was. And she. Um, Catwoman. Yeah, she 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 came into Tim Burton's office famously as Catwoman. Yeah. He hid under the desk. Ooh, do you blame her? <laughs> She's crazy. If you listen to Sean Young, you are yeah. You have that reputation. Great shot. Oh yes. It's the music as well, isn't it? It's oh yeah. Such a great score. This is the hero turn coming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I never had a thing for Kim Basinger, but I did for Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's got something about it. Mm. I just think Kim Basinger just... I don't know. Could be the fact that she's in a really shitty and official Bond film as well. So Sean Connery? Yeah. 
And didn't Steven Seagal do work on that film as well? He broke Steven Seagal's wrist. Yeah. Doing a stunt. I've always thought Sean Connery's a guy you'd never want to fight, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Jawline. Yeah, he just looks so angry, doesn't he, all yeah. the time? It's almost like the Judge Dredd chin, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like Carl Urban emotes with a chin. Like I've never seen it. Oh, Carl Urban's brilliant. Oh, he's fantastic. Wouldn't even give Stallone a second look after oh, yeah. that film, would you? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm going a bit of a bit off topic, but you know, you watch Star Trek. Yeah. Then you watch Judge Dredd. Yeah. So Dredd, get it right, Dredd. It's uh, it's amazing that it's the same actor. Oh, I know, yeah, he's fantastic. And the boys as well. Apparently, yeah. he's supposed to be good in that. I want to see that because I do like I do like Carl Urban. Yeah. But he got one of our. He's uh, he's brilliant in. Oh yeah. Thor yeah. Ragnarok. What's his name again? Scourge. Scourge. These are my friends, Des <laughs> and Troy. Where's <laughs> <laughs> this from? A place called Texas. Texas. He's got that shake. while you think he? <laughs> Watch Dread. Dread is a brilliant film, and if you that haven't seen Dread, Thor Ragnarok, right. which I'm pretty certain most of you have. Hubba hubba hubba! Money, money, money! Who do you trust? <laughs> Me? I'm giving away free money. And where, where is the Batman? Okay, we haven't got to that scene yet, no. but... Is I'm... it kind of sad that we actually know this dialogue? No. <laughs> Batman's at home washing his tights by the Yeah. Way, <laughs> oh, I tell, I'll say this, you know what? Uh, I watched it like a few weeks ago with, with the fiancé. And I had watched this... Well, how I know I've watched it in the last nine years because me, we've watched it before. Yeah. Uh, but it's... Uh, I hadn't watched it for a long time before I did it for the research. Like, I mean, yeah. months, you know, so. But the thing is, it's amazing what sticks in your brain from years ago, yeah. it, how much of an impact. This Prince song sticks in my head for some reason. I, yeah. <laughs> I was actually listening to the soundtrack to this before uh, we I've, started. I've never really listened to the actual the Prince soundtrack. I've, lis I've listened to the score, obviously. I'm the opposite. I love the, the front cover on the score. You know, it's the shot yeah. where the bat wing goes in front of the moon. I think that's one of the best shots I've ever seen in a superhero film. It, I remember watching it. I was watching it the other day. It was like the yeah, you gotta have that shot in the film somewhere. Oh, so that's a trailer shot as well. Yeah. Isn't it? Even the bat ring's cool. Yeah, it's, everything looks functional, doesn't yeah. it? It's not just like let's shake it like a bat. And the car, chicks dig the car. It, oh, this is why Superman works a lot. <laughs> Incidentally, I would have loved to have seen what Superman looked like in that universe. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage! Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I like to think that's a little bit of a dig at um, the 1960s. Yes. <laughs> Different studio, wasn't it? It was Fox. Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah. 
Oh, there is another link to the 60s one as well. I think Jack Napier is probably named after Alan Napier, the guy who played Alfred. That would not surprise me. That's just such a joker line, yeah. isn't it? Well, I am, you know, I, you know, uh, I am so glad that I actually lived through all this. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and uh, yeah, well. Um, well, yeah, well, when we're not podcasting, I mean, we we dis- we love discussing cinema and history and yeah. everything of it, and it's it's just good to be able to share these shared memories. When we're doing these podcasts like this about you know remembering what it was like, yeah, and in a better time. I mean, not a better time, well, a better time well, than it is now, but pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah, and a time where you could literally get away where not all decisions were made by a studio exec I mean they were still made by the, but they yeah. were not all ticking boxes no no it was, was just risks. creative freedom yeah yeah and I think I'm hoping when the Snyder Cut comes out that the studios you know will especially like Warner Brothers will yeah. yeah I mean uh, I got me to you know Marvel by giving something like like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy to someone like James Gunn or or Iron Man to John Favreau yeah I mean, I, mean, I, did, I risks. didn't really know who he was at the time, if I'm really honest. Yeah. Like, I knew, I'd heard of him. Same here. But um, I didn't know who he was. I couldn't have reeled, reeled off a load of films that he made, but now I can. Yeah. Action News, is that yeah. named after Action Comics, possibly? I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, well... They did sticker albums and everything for this film, and I remember yeah. all this. Yeah. And Batman Forever was the one I had because yeah. I was, I was probably the right age, yeah. like target group for that film. For me, for, I mean, Forever was when I was starting university. So for me, there's you know, between uh, eighty nine ninety five, there was a there was a big, like lo- yeah, yeah, like a, yeah. There was in terms of cinema, you you pre this was pre Tarantino. Yeah. So in '85, everybody was, you know, pro Tarantino. I mean, it's kind of amazing that Tarantino. Not amazing. Tarantino's uh, is fantastic. I, I absolutely oh, yeah, yeah. my one of my favorite directors. But is but there'd been a major shift in cinema. Yeah. You know, you know, so it's. I would probably say films like this caused it. Yeah. You know, like doing something like a comic film, but doing it, you know, quite realistically and quite darkly. That hadn't really been done, had no. it? I mean, like you say, before this, Batman was Pam Wow and, you know, <laughs> totally much. I mean, look at this year. I mean, the, the two notable superhero films were this and The Punisher, and that was New yeah. World, if I'm right. Yeah, it was, yeah. Bro- that was Roger Corman's studio, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And they're on different, completely different scales. Yeah. I mean, comic books were the sort of thing you was children people yeah. people saw it as children they didn't like you know yeah gun <laughs> this is goes to show you he's poor Bob he's horrible <laughs> he is <laughs> 
I mean, this is the period which I actually started reading Batman as well. Oh, was it? So it's. Yeah. Oh, this I love this shot. Yeah. So good. That's the album cover of. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, yeah. It's so good, isn't it? Sometimes Batman even has to indulge himself. It's like yeah, there's no need for that, is yeah. there? But there is really. Yeah. It looks cool. I saw. I love the scene at the end where you see the bat signal. You know, he sent us a signal. Like, I, that also made me realise that this must be set at the beginning of his, like near the beginning of his career, because the police are still sort of after yeah. him, aren't they? Like, I think they sort of give him a free pass later on, don't they? A little bit. <laughs> Again, perfect framing. Yeah. Stay on target! Yeah, I was gonna say, Batman, you switched off your target computer. Yeah. <laughs> I think he needs a target computer because he missed yeah. someone standing dead still in the middle of the road. You should wet myself with this. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. The gun's huge fucking <laughs> gun. Overcompensating. <laughs> Great model work as well, isn't oh it? Yes. It's Derek Meadows, so you would expect nothing less. No. Nope. Yeah. So what's he done? Uh, well, he started on Thunderbirds, which is known for its. Oh. Mod, uh, then he did. He's done loads of Bond films. No. He's basically like a miniature god person. Kind of like Lorne Peterson for Star Wars. Nice. Does like the models and the miniatures. I I always prefer models and miniatures yeah. to CG. Same here. I mean, we talked about music earlier. I think CG dates Definitely. things quicker than anything. We got Phantom Menace. Yeah. I mean, you watch something like disaster movies as well. Yeah. They look so like old now. The only one I think is that's that's held up is Twister. I think that's pretty decent. I haven't seen Twister for a long time, but I, it's something like The Day After Tomorrow. It's yeah. just see, I, I actually don't mind that, but just when you see the water effects, they're awful now. Uh, you know the as deal much as you like it or don't like it, I do think Independence Day has some good effects because it uses models as well. Yeah, but I'm all <laughs> me, 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 me. international sign of the donut, Mars attacks. I'm sorry, it came out at the same time. So. I was Tim Burton as well, isn't it? Yeah, I've never really been a fan of Mars attacks. You know the DOP on this, yeah? yeah? Roger Pratt, born in Leicester. Oh really? Wow. So he's there as well, isn't it? Yeah. And he is. DOP, director of photography on Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, well, this looks all castle this bit, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Cathedral. Brazil? Oh, that was one of the inspirations for how Gotham looks. Ah. So I've seen it. I haven't seen it for years. That was the film I saw as a kid and didn't get it, sort of. Peter Young set director. 
shock. Yeah, this scene is, isn't it? It is in a minute as well when he says about. Oh no, he's already said it about transportation for two ten minutes. Yeah. It is in real time. If oh. you count ten minutes from that point, it is apparently ten minutes. I've never done it, but those people have said it is. That is actually a hard thing to pull off. Yeah, I, d- I don't. E- I don't know if it was deliberate or whether it. Was yeah. I like to think you know there are times where they you know they will do that. Yeah. Apparently, the original ending was that the Joker would kill Vicky Vale. And it would send Batman into like a fury, but mm. I, I, he said he didn't. Tim Burton didn't know where to take that. Like, would he make Batman a killer or would he make him like a? So he sort of kept it like the traditional, just kill the villain sort of thing. Yeah. Although he does kill. That's what I love about Michael Keane's Batman. He actually does kill people. Yeah. You know, like the guy in Batman Returns that he sets on fire. Yeah. With the just the bomb in the. Yeah, yeah. And this guy coming up, this yeah. huge henchman guy yeah. that he fights. A normal person does not dress up like a bat. No. Unless they're at Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> but at least. Okay, I'm going to say it. But at least. You know, Batman's at least got laid. Indeed. But then again, there would be an industry for women who get dressed up like Catwoman and yeah. Wonder Woman if it wasn't for the Harley people. Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> Harley Quinn. If it wasn't for people not getting laid. True. Or and finding it easier to pay on Patreon accounts for women dressed up as their <laughs> yeah. favourite superhero with their yeah. uh, hoo hoo's out. And. Uh, At the risk of sounding dirty as well, like they just found a gap in the market, didn't they? Yeah. Oh. Because it's easier to buy pictures and then go out and talk. I'm sorry, but if you are one of these uh, people that haven't actually spoke to a girl, yeah, we've all been in that boat. Yeah. Find someone that could uh, that could actually go. I want to watch Batman. Uh, sorry, I got and distracted. You'd be like hired. Yes, or anything. My fiance likes X Men movies, so that was a good thing. Very good. I remember we went to a Comic Con last year, it, it was terrible, it was a small one. So I said to her on our way home, I said, I said, Do you wanna uh, we'll stop off in we'll stop off in a, in a town and we'll get Batman on uh, Blu ray. Would you watch it with me? Because if I bought buy them, she went, Okay. Did you get it singly or I oh, was it all four of them? The old box yeah. set. Yeah. She went, Okay, so I was like, Yes. The documentary on them is really good. Yeah, That's I watched bits of them. Then we did. It's the it's the the last two you want to watch because yeah. they're more interesting, aren't they? The, the failed ones. I want to watch this with the audio commentaries. Yeah, Tim Burton's quite good with audio commentaries actually. He's like one of those sort of wealth of information directors, but yeah. he tells stories as well. Oh. I like it when they tell stories. So, what's your favourite non-Batman Burton movie then? 
Um, oh, I don't know. That's quite a good one. Um, probably Sleepy Hollow. I think Sleepy Hollow seems to me like a sort of love letter and like a culmination of all the things that he's ever wanted to do. Like it's a love letter to Hammer, uh, Michael Gotten yeah. actually, yeah. Um, and it's like it just seems to me like it's his sensibility yeah. put on film perfectly. I like. I mean, I love Ed Wood. I'm still trying to get the fiance yeah, to watch Edward's it, but great, yeah. I really also like uh, uh, Dark Shadows. I've not seen that. Brilliant. Uh, as uh, Johnny Johnny Depp and uh, the late great, got a great cameo from the late great Christopher Lee. So. Yeah, he's seen quite a few of his films. Hasn't yeah. He? I like this scene as well because, yeah. like. It's good to see Batman get the shit beat out of him as yeah. well. Like he's still human. I love that costume. Yeah, I really great, do. It? it just looks the part. Yeah. I think nowadays to try and make it too practical. Yeah, and like at the end of the day, he's a superhero character. Yeah. Like, I mean, not to the extent of bat nipples, but yeah. Problem is, a lot of things uh, you get people go analyzing it. You know, whereas. Whereas we watch a film and they do something and it's just like, oh, it's just continuity. Yeah. But no, no, Batman can't do this. Because Batman does yeah. that, how can he do it in that show? You know one really annoys me, fan theory-wise? James Bond is a code name. I can't stand it. It really annoys the hell out of me. Like, they're all just different actors deal with it. Yeah. There's no in-universe reason for it. Yeah. I, I actually, in the new series, I think that's the way they might go. If they, they probably but, will. Uh, yeah. But... I always thought it was established from uh, Doctor No to uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. Sorry, no, not Austin Powers. I don't mean ah. You mean Batman and Robin? No, <laughs> yeah, also another bad one. Uh, Die another day, as I call it, Austin Powers Four. That's one continuity. Is the same character. They refer to each thing in those yeah, continuities, so I, it's not a code name. All of the four acts. Four is it? Yeah. yeah, all four actors are playing the same character. Yeah, of course they are. He already has a code name, Double yeah. Seven. Yeah. Like, why would he have two? Exactly. Because even they referenced to in the, is it License to Kill that he was married. Yeah. Oh! I love how he's like not really knowing no. what's going on here. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. The delivery as well, yeah. isn't it? Like, so casual. Spits these yeah. teeth out here. Yeah. It's so funny. Isn't it? <laughs> 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 Put it in a gallery glasses yeah. on, would you? Yeah. They're brewing together. I always said it before. <laughs> Don't you just carry like yeah. a pair of glasses yeah. around with it? It's so funny, isn't it?
see because I didn't really laugh out loud at Heath Ledger. No. But like, he's just as vicious, isn't yeah. he? Like he's he's scary. Yeah, well, I think you appreciate this movie the older you get. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always liked it when I was a kid, but I think it's when you're younger, it's like Batman's gadgets yeah. and the Batmobile and all that sort of stuff, isn't it? But you appreciate what's going on underneath when you're older. Oh, yes. Uh, and Ledger's Batman's... Uh, sorry, but Ledger's Joker's became more of a... For people that... Not necessarily outcasts, but the people who are, quote, popular or yeah, yeah. thing, and they say, oh, I can really relate or I can yeah, feel... Yeah, it's a go-to joker, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, whereas this is... Uh, I, mean, I, don't, don't, I don't want anyone out there to actually think that I'm um, uh, hating on oh, Ledger's no, no, Joker. I don't know. The guy was a great actor. Yeah. But it's just... Everyone's sort of overshadows all the rest of the performances with yeah. that, don't they? Like, I mean, one we've not really mentioned very much is Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's fantastic. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember when I first saw the credits for the animated series and it said Mark Hamill, I thought, it's not the same one, surely. Yeah. Like, and then you watch, the, you watch the videos of him doing the voice recordings. It's quite chilling. Yeah. But he's got that voice inside him. But it's, n- it's nice that the doesn't matter who you are you're going to have your you're going to have a, a different joker being your joker yeah I mean Nicholson and Hamill were always mine yeah Nicholson for me apparently this is the only part of the film where Tim Burton said he doesn't like it because it oh. looks quite dated when the oh. joker falls I have no problem with this he's probably just overly critical yeah. isn't he because it's his film that's very diehard though. Yeah, uh, really die Gruber. Yeah. There is one part of Batman's costume I've always thought never makes any sense, although it looks cool. Is no. the ears? Yeah. Because like, they're always so big, aren't they? But it looks cool. But He's it looks a bat. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It does look cool.
Yeah, well, we're watching this again. Yeah. It's always a problem. Just Billy D as well. Yeah. Exhibit A. Yeah. It's the sound effect of it turning on yeah. as well. Oh, I love it. I like. I must admit, I really like the more circular bat symbol yeah. rather than the, you know, like the Dark Knight one. And we're not ripping on the Dark Knight. No. Ones. You know, like the, it's like a sort of long, yeah. sharp-looking one, isn't it? Alfred Jupiter's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a. Feel good ending. Come yeah, out the cinema yeah, yeah. feeling more alive than you yeah. when you come in, and that's what a great superhero film, yeah. or a great film 100%. in terms of the genre, and you know, feel good movie does, and this does it brilliantly. Like he's always going to be there. Yeah. That's been brilliant. Yeah. This is Danny Elfman again as well. Oh, yes. I can't see how much. Like... Superhero pose! Gotta look at my signal from a good height. <laughs> Which is somehow projected on a cloudless sky. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? It's cool, yeah. You know what? We're gonna talk through the credits, so. Yeah. Uh, this has been brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I'll always have time for this one. Yeah. This and um, Superman as well, Peter yeah. McDonald. Um, I always have time for this and Returns yeah. every time. I'm such a, a, a huge fan. I mean, it's just... Uh, uh, it's... You know, well, okay, we are, you've got... You've got Superman, you've got Batman, and you've got... Like, X-Men was uh, the one that started it all off again. Yeah. But if it wasn't for the groundwork... Yeah, no. that... Batman and Superman. Superman. Yeah. And, you know, it's. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I love it. And then just. That's why, you know, I actually, before we. Uh, when you suggested it, like I said, uh, I think I said earlier in this uh, podcast, I actually thought we're going to be. We might actually be doing a bit of a, an ass kiss a thon. Yeah. Because yeah. it's always when it comes to something where if we both have the same opinion of, I always think that's what we might. Go into, but yeah. I think that I've re- I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's been same, a, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I I I mean, we have kind of. I mean, it is great. So like, there's there's not much you can say that's there's nothing you can say I I find that's negative about it. A lot, very much. No. And it's there's there's no dead space in the movie. There's no bits no, where you think that like, oh, you know. This could, should be yeah, yeah. You know, like I always judge it by how much how many times you look at your phone yeah. now. You know, that's like the mere looking at your watch, isn't it? That's the thing that, that that's one. That I I completely agree. I mean, I remember I went to see we went to see Spider Man three, and I had a dodgy stomach. And sorry, oh, it's a bit yeah, of a no, story. I that, Walked yeah. out, I was out for about ten minutes, came back, and I didn't miss anything. So that yeah. means ten minutes they could have at least shaved from the film. And I know that films like to get longer. I mean, I had a watch one is like the the extended yeah. cuts like three and a half hours long, but that's still 
good, but you do get sometimes you just you want to make it epic, so instead of taking stuff out, you put stuff in just to make it yeah, epic. Yeah, just pad it out. Yeah, and uh, but I think there's more than ten minutes they could have cut out. Yeah, oh. but then again, that's studio interference because yeah. of how they wanted it. But you know what? I thought it was the. It's, like I said, when in '89, I'd say more than anything, during the period this came out, it was the same time as. Uh, Last Crusade, so Last Crusade at that period was my number yeah. one because Back to the Future Part 2 came out at the back end. Well, uh, November. It would have probably been, wouldn't it have been the most, like, the, the biggest film of that year? Indian Possibly. Batman. It was Indie Batman and Back to the Future, but Indian Batman and Ghostbusters to a lesser yeah. extent. But Batman was the one, it was like one of the, from right, it was the first, one of the first movies that they actually uh, did with. Out having to write the name because everybody knew what the bat symbol yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember like even the video and the early DVD, like the one where you had to split the disc over yeah. of those. Um, it didn't have Batman written on it. It was on the spine. Yeah. Because you know, you go like that to someone and they'll say, "Oh, that's the bat symbol." Yeah. They? Like it's not. Batman and Superman in terms yeah, of superheroes yeah, have Superman, the definitely. most recognisable, and I thought disrespecting Marvel. No. Okay, we are coming to the end. Thank you for listening. I'm yeah, Stevie thank W. You very much. I'm Callum. Um, it's the God that had the Warner Bros. logo. I'm giving it to the going to the end. I'm gonna. Bye.